Welcome to the Making Today Your Bitch podcast, where we get real about what sucks in your life and get you on the right track to make today your bitch. Now here's your host and kindness connoisseur, certified life coach and personal trainer, Marissa Nicholson. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode six, my loves. I have freaking missed you. I have been on a little bit of a hiatus. I have moved recently and had some big girl things to handle, but I'm back. And I am in my new and improved lady lounge and I am ready to beast. So let's start. So last episode, we chatted about confronting some mofos and weeding your damn relationship garden. I hope that you started this work, my friends, because it is a worthy spend of time for sure, like life-changing. If you have started, I'm sure that you have found how heavy of a process this can be. And maybe even felt some relief after ripping some of them damn weeds. If it has been difficult, don't stop. The things that make us uncomfortable, that feel difficult for us, these are the ones that are the most rewarding. So put your head down, know your worth, and keep ripping out them damn weeds. Reach out if you have questions or concerns or if you need some help. I'm here for you all. I'm happy to support you in this journey because if I can give you any damn advice, it would be to do this work. It has been the best I have ever done and it has sent me on the right path of being the happiest person I have ever been. And I believe with all of my heart that everyone deserves this. Most people just aren't willing to do the work or get uncomfortable or make a change. Now, this episode, I want to cover something that has come up again and again in my life that I feel like has surfaced once again more than I'd like it to. And that's how shady we ladies can be towards one another. Now, I'm not sure if this has come up lately because I am super aware of it or I'm hustling now more than ever so the haters be lurking (laughs) or maybe I'm just happier than ever and so this seems to me like a roadblock and you you all know I don't do roadblocks, right? (laughs) Like I do not do a roadblock. So it is no secret how damn snake-like we can be to one another, my queens. And I've always wondered why. As I have said before, I grew up with men, which is kind of like being raised by wolves, frankly, because all you'd look at is what do I need for survival? And if some shit bothers you, you say words or you fight it out, but you move on and don't go back, right? So I only experienced this shadiness as I went to school and saw how shitty we can be to each other. And I was blown away. Like I was affected on a soul level from this. I couldn't understand why these small women were being so unkind to one another until I saw how their moms were or their older sisters were or so on. You see, we learn this. It's taught. We're not born with this. As a young girl before my mom left, I experienced my mom picking at herself not being happy with her body, with her hair, with her anything. And we know that was even earlier because that's how our brains work. 
Remember, guys, at zero to seven years old, this stuff hits. I was watching and learning how to hate myself, how to talk to myself like an enemy, and how I wasn't worthy. Why would I be? This woman that I wanted love and acceptance from so badly wasn't worthy. And since she wasn't, how could I be? After all, if I was, she would have showed me love, right? So I took on the family heirloom of self-doubt. Then, as I grew up and went into the workforce, I watched the same thing. If there was someone who was smarter, prettier, better, had a better body, the first go-to was to tear that lady down. And I've seen some grown-ass women act like middle schoolers, you all. I know you have too. So fast forward. As I started my work and studied how the human brain works and how we create our beliefs about ourselves and others, I realized that this is the same shit that makes us those crazy girls I talked about a couple of episodes back. Self-doubt. You all, it is the root of all evil. I am sure of it. Yes, that backstabbing, judgy, cattiness, one-upping, gossiping, snake-like shadiness is all about insecurities. Now, I know that sucks to hear. As a matter of fact, it sucks to have to say this about my ladies. I am well aware of how hard it is to look in the mirror at this stuff. And if you disagree, you show me someone who is content and confident that acts this way. You can't. Because when you are good with you, you lift others up, period. If you're not, then you want every other queen to feel like a peasant too, so you tear them down. I know, it sucks. What happens is as little girls, we watch this. We watch our moms, our sisters, our aunts, any other women in our life pick at themselves, pick at other women, pick at us from early on. This is learned. We unknowingly teach our little women that the women they look up to are not good enough, skinny enough, smart enough, rich enough, pretty enough, fill in the blank enough. So why the hell would they think that they're good enough? Just like my mom unknowingly did to me, we are passing on a family recipe of self-doubt, you all, and it's a life-altering one. I realized that I had fallen victim to this same spiral when my daughter was about 9 or 10. She came home and told me about some girls at school making fun of her wearing this flower crown that before she went to school, she felt beautiful in. And then they threw shade her way. After I ran through my internal immediate go-to of how can I cut these bitches, (laughs) then I took a breath and I realized I probably shouldn't fight a nine-year-old. And I asked her what she wished they said. I know those moments where you're like, yes, good parenting. She told me that she wanted them to say nice things or no things. Then we talked about how the small female terrorist that I went to school with had reduced me to tears super long ago, too. And when I was telling her that story, I felt like it was so damn new. 
These were third graders, y'all, and I still remember the hurt that they caused me. Now, after we talked about this, we decided that day these bitches had to be stopped. Now, if you know this queen, you know I'm a feminist. No, that does not mean I hate men or think only women should have respect or all of the things. What it means to me is that I am more than proud to be a woman, to serve other women by lifting them up when they need it, and to speak the truth about our weaknesses so that we become stronger. So buckle up, mamas. Here I come with a truth bomb. We are taking our baby royalty and teaching them how to be peasants from birth. I'm going to say that again. You are teaching your daughters, nieces, and any tiny women in your life that they are not princesses. They are common and not good enough, and you're doing it without even saying words. In fact, you may be telling them how wonderful they are, but they are watching how to be a queen from you. And if you don't believe you are one, they won't either. I hate how heavy this is too because I realized how I did this to my daughter and my mom did this to me and who knows how long we could trace it back. But I realized it was unintentional and we are all so unaware of the bullshit and the impact of it. So if that's the case, how do we fix it? Let's go back to when my daughter was 10. When we were talking about these snakes at school, I asked her how we could fight the haters. And after we agreed that there were way more haters than just these girls in her school, we realized the only way to fight hate was with love. We decided that day that we would speak beauty whenever we saw it. In fact, the next time we were at the store, my daughter told the woman behind the register that she had beautiful hair. Now, you guys watching this woman, who had to be in her mid-50s, light up from a 10-year-old speaking the beauty she saw was a freaking major gateway drug, and we were hooked. After leaving the store that day, I immediately thanked her for inspiring me. And we haven't stopped since. It's almost like we have a problem not speaking the beauty. The saddest thing to me is that most often when we pass out the beauty, women downplay themselves. For example, if I tell someone that they have beautiful eyes, she might say, oh, thanks, but I've always wished I had longer eyelashes. Or if I tell them I love how they do their makeup, I'll get a, oh, thank you, but I like yours so much better. They have been passed down the self-doubt recipe too. So let's get real. I know you judge people. Guess what? Everyone does. <laughs> I'm a freaking kindness connoisseur, and this lady does it too. And I will tell you that after 10 plus years of speaking the beauty that I see, it is my first go-to instead of the judgy crap. But these judgmental thoughts will always be present, dolls. It's like trauma. It never goes away. But you have the decision to allow it to control you or not. I chose not to let it, 
and to disallow it to grow any bigger or uglier in mine or my daughter's life. I took control. We took control. So as my internal judgy bitch sneaks in, I ask myself, what insecurity do I have that's showing up here? Yes, my queens, that is a mirror that mama did not want to look into at all. (laughs) That shit hurt. And as I answered it, each time I grew. This is sitting and staring at them damn ugly ass feels, y'all. It's not easy and it's work, but what I realized each time, as I turned the view back on myself, I was cleaning up and rewriting what I believed about myself. I was creating a self-love by loving other women. I wish I could tell you that I meant that to happen, But honestly, it was a beautiful side effect that I didn't even know was going to occur. I am begging you to look at this. Yes, it is work, but allowing our princesses to think that they are not good enough in any way and grow up to believe that they are peasants and not queens, that they truly are, is not okay with me. And it shouldn't be okay with you either. Even if you don't have girls, You can go into the world, speak beauty, spread kindness, extend grace, and fix other queens' crowns and quit trying to snatch them because you feel insecure. What will happen fills you up way more than putting someone else down, I promise. The confidence I found by looking at each one of my BS lies I told myself and taking back control made this queen unshakable. As I have said, I am very clear on what I do and do not bring to the table. And if someone wants to sit next to me there, they better treat me appropriately or they don't have a place setting. Period. That's what we want our babies thinking as they grow. We want them to love themselves, even the weaknesses and screw-ups, so that they will never let someone treat them otherwise. And they would never sink to putting some other queen down so that they felt worthy. This comes from us, and what we allow will continue. So are you in? How are you going to stop the queen-on-queen crimes? It is up to us to create this kindness and grace between one another, and in my mind, this also means correcting another woman if you hear her speaking poorly about someone. Remind them that we all need grace sometimes, and please remind yourself that you're deserving of it, too. We can change this, ladies. Why? Because we created it, and this shit stops here. Thank you for hanging out with me, you all. It is always my honor. I have freaking missed you. I promise it won't be so long next time. Please go out there, fix some crowns, speak the beauty, and make today your bitch. If you like what you heard on the show today and want more information, have questions you'd like me to cover on the show, or just want to cyber stalk me, head on over to maketodayyourbitch.com.